0: being stuck in my story versus what really a decision is. And so that's what we're going to break down today, which I'm really excited about. So if you get really nerdy about language and like NLP and neurolinguistic linguistic programming, you're going to love this episode. Welcome to the Princess and the Bee Podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life. Body, business, bank account, boys, and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello, hello, my glorious fellow sovereigns, and welcome back to another episode of The Princess and the Bee. I am so excited to be here with you today because today we are diving into one of my favorite topics that used to drive me up a freaking wall. I would hear mentors, coaches, thought leaders, all say the same thing and I never had a clue what the frick it meant, I would get frustrated because I'd feel like, oh my gosh, have I not done this? I thought I thought for sure I've done this. And I think sometimes, especially on our personal growth journey and and personal development, especially when you go into owning your own business, because I say that owning your own business is like personal development on steroids. Same with being a parent. like You are constantly seeing a reflection of yourself in so many ways. But in both those cases – When you're in this personal development journey, like eventually there comes a point where you're like, oh my God, have I written enough affirmation statements? Have I done my vision enough? Like haven't I decided yet? Like I thought I already made this decision to be successful and why am I not seeing results? And that's exactly where I was back in 2015, 2016 when I was in the throes of productive procrastination in my business. And I, I was just also starting to really dive deeper into mindset and, and that work. And I started to coach. And as I was learning these things, man, I got so frustrated hearing like, all you have to do is decide. And I was like, I have fucking decided. <laughs> like, excuse my friend. But it would get so frustrating. Like, okay, what, what does it mean then if I haven't decided? Like, let's play with this experience. If I say I want this, if I say I want X, Y, and Z, and I'm not getting it, well, then I would hear from mentors and coaches and and thought leaders that like, oh, you just haven't decided yet. And I was like, well, what? What do, what do you mean I haven't decided yet? Like, I, I've stated I wanted this. I've written it down like 5,000 times in my journal. Like, what do you mean I haven't decided yet? And... After a while, I and after much grumbling about this, this frustration with decision, I stumbled upon this fantastic book called Conscious Language, The Logos of Now. And in that book, it really breaks down language on a nerdy, nerdy, nerdy level, like super nerdy. And so it's so up my alley because language I love. I love the etymology of words. I love diving into the prefixes and suffixes of words. I love understanding like where words came from and how they've evolved because, I mean, these words have impact on us and sometimes we use our words so casually. And as as a writer, I just find words to be so luxurious sometimes. And so when I could actually dive in and see a a clear picture of like what it means to decide because nobody really defined that for me. They said, oh, just decide. Well. If I decided, but still I'm not getting the results that I want, then there's there's a problem. So what really is it, what really does it mean to decide? And so when I really dove deep into the nitty gritty language of this word decide, that was when I started to see like, oh, okay. I hadn't really decided. I was left in this area of still being stuck in my story versus what really a decision is. And so that's what we're going to break down today, which I'm really excited about. So if you get really nerdy about language and like NLP and neuro-linguistic programming, you're going to love this episode the word decide like break let's break this down into two pieces So we've all heard of homicide right So a homicide is murdering someone so side the the suffix side means killing something. it means cutting it down And so a homicide we know that word because, of true crime po- podcasts and every CSI episode like we know what it means to have a homicide homo is the the prefix that means human so it means the the word homicide means the killing or cutting down of a human well so then what does it mean to decide so we've got this pretty strong suffix in this word a dis- decide To kill, cut down. That's what side means. So quite literally, and the the prefix de means of, off, or from. So to decide means from killing or from cutting down. And why I think I was so frustrated with making a decision was because I thought the decision was like the result of what happened. No, 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 no. Actually, the decision is the effect. Effect of what happens. It's it's the a decision is a jumping off point. A decision, the act of deciding, is cutting down, killing off any other possibilities except the one that you say you are available for. It is a decision that we kill any other course of action except that which we are moving forward from. So decisions. That's how we get new results because it is literally a decision. I am choosing this. I am not choosing that. I am cutting off any other possibility to anything else. So back in 2016, 2017, I really hadn't made the decision to be unavailable for anything less than success and prosperity. I still was living in a bit of a victim story of oh my gosh, look at how hard this is. Look at how hard building a business is. And oh my gosh, let me look at how hard, you know, being pregnant and having a baby is. And I was living in that story, that sort of victim-y story of, that that prevented me from fully making a decision that I'm going to be showing up differently. Because that's the thing, is that when you make a decision, there's an effect to it. There's an effect because there are consequences for every decision, just like there are consequences for killing or cutting something down. Cutting something down means cutting off the opportunity to any other story. So to decide, and what it really means that when when you hear this, and if you hear other influencers or other coaches or mentors say this, to decide means killing off any other story or belief that is no longer in alignment with that decision. You're literally burning the boats of anything that is not part of that decision. So decide. A decision has movement because any other option is done. So no longer can you go back to that story. No longer can you go back to that story of like, oh, I feel guilty about making more money or oh, you know, I feel guilty about where I am right now or that I'm not making enough money in my business or whatever. The decision is like, no, I'm no longer going to feel guilty and I'm going to keep on taking new action because I'm going to keep on making more money. That's a decision. A decision is being unavailable for the guilt and only available for the belief of what you believe that money or that thing or that goal that you're going for will do for you. It is in the act of deciding that you are killing off any other stories or any other beliefs except the ones that are in alignment with that decision. So yes, this is a constant course correct as well because there will be some decisions that you will make that will require the daily recommitment to that decision, the daily realignment to make sure that, oh, okay, is this another thing that I need to kill off? Is this another belief? Is this another relationship? Is this another thing that I need to say no to? Is this another feeling that I need to say, nope, not today. We're not going to let that guilt slip in. Nope. We're going to operate as our highest and best, no longer allowing for the overwhelm, no longer allowing for the guilt, and I'm building freedom and ease into my business, period. That is what it takes. A decision to say, I decide I am going to have freedom and ease in my business. I decide that I'm going to have time with my children. I decide that I'm going to be unavailable for anything less than profit and prosperity. Well, if you accept anything less than profit and prosperity, if you constantly go against that story with your own actions, if you overwork yourself and don't spend time connecting with your children or don't spend time with your loved ones or your partner or people that you care about, if you are living in a stressed out environment, overwhelmed and overworked, then that's not really a decision. Then that's more you're in the space of I would like to have freedom and ease in my business. I would like, wouldn't it be nice if I had freedom and ease? Wouldn't it be nice if I was making more money? Wouldn't it be nice if I had more time with my partner or my kids? Those, those, are, those are not decisions. Those are Those are wants. Those are desires. Those are not necessarily a decision. A decision is a boundary. It is saying, I am available for this, I am not available for this. I experienced this in all of my relationships prior to Spike, where many of the men that I had dated, would we'd have the conversation around cheating um, when we started to get into a relationship. And pretty much everyone, every man I dated, would share their story of like, they, were, they had been cheated on in some way and it sucked and it really hurt them and they really hoped that that did, wouldn't happen again. And yeah, being cheated on sucks. <laughs> like I've been cheated on. It sucks. But that's not a boundary, nor is that a decision that you're unavailable to not be cheated on. And so when Spike and I started dating... When we got into a committed relationship, because I knew of his history with what happened with his ex-wife and his ex-wife leaving him for his former best friend – I wanted to be crystal clear of what he defined as cheating. This was way back in the time when I was um, still doing a little bit of acting on the side while I was growing my businesses and I would take an acting job every now and then. And you know, sometimes in acting, there are kissing scenes and I wanted to be clear in my relationship because I respected and valued this amazing man that I was in a relationship with that we had clear boundaries as to what cheating was and so it was a beautiful afternoon and a lovely conversation where we really literally outlined what is it what do we define as cheating what is not cheating so we went down the litany of sexual acts kissing a hug if i hugged another man would he perceive that i was cheating on him i wanted to be really crystal clear because in my previous relationship with my ex My ex did not like the fact that I had other men in my phone and I've worked with men all my life. I was When I was writing my screenplay, I was on a production crew where I was pretty much the only woman in the development area and I had men in my phone and he wasn't comfortable with that. So I wanted to go embarking into this new relationship with Spike. I wanted to make sure that we were very clear on what our boundaries were because we had just made the decision together as a couple to be in a committed relationship. So I wanted to know in advance any gradient areas to where that commitment could be misperceived to prevent from any form of miscommunication in the future that's how much i valued that i was burning the boats of being single and i was going all in to this relationship that was the decision to go all in to my relationship with spike now not everyone enters into a relationship making a decision as silly as it sounds Sometimes we go into a relationship where it would be nice if we were in a relationship or we want to be in a relationship, but that's not really a decision that says, I am committed to this relationship. This is what I am deciding is for me now and deciding from there that that's the decision that you've made. The same is true with any decision that you make in your business. In fact, many people have not decided that they are entrepreneurs yet. They would like to be an entrepreneur or it would be nice if they made more money, but they haven't decided to scale or grow or build a business because they're still vacillating in the would like or it would be nice if. And the would likes and the it would be nice if and all of those areas, those are wants, but wants keep you wanting They're not a decision that say it is done. You are an entrepreneur. There is no going back. You are building this business. It is going to be successful, period. And if it's not successful yet, it means that you just aren't at the finish line yet then. That's just simply what it means is that you're just not at the finish line yet. But you're in the race. You've committed to running the marathon. You have crossed the lines, and just like in running a marathon, there are times when that decision will be challenged, where you will face challenges and obstacles and setbacks, where you have to recommit to the decision, just like in the decision to be married, just like in the decision to be in a relationship. There are times where an act of recommitment to the decision that you have made has to happen, The same is true for your relationship with money. The same is true for your relationship with your business. The same is true for your relationship with your body. Making that decision to choose to burn the boats and be unavailable for any other option than what it is that you desire to create is the act that produces results. And yes, there will be moments where you have to go back and recommit to that decision because maybe your results aren't exactly what you have wanted. So for example, like how I was when I first started my business, I didn't like having the mirror held up to me saying that I actually hadn't made the decision to be 100% all in. I had kind of made the decision. I'd made the decision. But I really wasn't consistently daily recommitting to that decision. And sometimes that's what it takes. It's a daily recommitment, especially when you're going through struggle, especially when you're going through hardship. And this is for any relationship. If you're going through a struggle with your business and it's not producing results, then it's a daily commitment to that decision that it is going to work that this works it's going to work it's fucking working and you're it's going to it's going to work you may not know how you may not know when but it's working it is working and every moment that you are putting in worth of action is producing results that will show you and guide you as to the next working thing the same is true with any relationship that you're in whether it's your personal relationship or your relationship with money There will be those moments, especially when you're not seeing the results show up immediately because we're so used to immediate gratification in in our society when we can just click a few buttons in an app and uh, and food shows up at our door magically. Um, Or Amazon Prime, which is not in Australia, which is one of the things I miss the most. But we live in a society where we can get pretty much everything with the touch of a button, yet in relationships, in any relationship, the relationship with your money, the relationship with your body, the relationship with your business, the relationship with your partner, the relationships with your kids, in every relationship there is an act of deciding, of choosing to decide and then choosing to recommit. And sometimes that recommitment is daily. Sometimes that recommitment, if it's a particularly hard struggle, is hourly. And sometimes that recommitment to show up as your highest and best self Right now to redecide that this is what you're going for, that this is what you want, and that this is what is happening. I learned this lesson very, very powerfully when I was going through my first act of labor. I'm about to go through another one in about 10 weeks. And when I was going through my first act of labor, we were two blocks away from Cedar Sinai, the birthing center was. And I remember being in labor, and this was around like 16 hours into it, of me going, It would be so easy if I just gave up. It would be so easy if I just said, you know what? Screw it. Take me to the hospital. Let's get this baby out. It'd be so easy. It'd be so easy to give up the decision that I had made, that I had been crystal clear on, that I wanted to have my son naturally. It would be so easy. And it was in those moments of pain and push and surge where I had to recommit to the vision that I was unavailable to not give birth naturally, that I was 100% only available to give birth naturally, surrounded by an amazing team of midwives in this beautiful birthing center, and that my son was going to come out in the exact way that he wanted to, that he needed to, and that was via natural birth, and that I would feel so supported. And I had to recommit to that vision in the pain and in the challenge. And it is in those times that we have to recommit to the decision. But the decision has already been decided. It's the same with running a marathon. Like when you're in a marathon, there's a a common phrase in marathon running that you hit your wall. And that wall for me was always around like mile 20 and when i would hit that wall i would have to decide like what was my commitment going in and my commitment going in was run walk or crawl i am crossing that fucking finish line and i would do it and it would would be challenging but i would have to recommit and there will become a point in your decision of whatever decision you choose that you will have to recommit to go for that goal to go for that dream Especially when you're in the middle of a surge or it feels contractive and it feels challenging and it feels like a push where you need to recommit to what is the vision that you are focusing on? What is that decision that you already made that you're choosing to now double down on, that you're choosing to say, okay, this is worth fighting for. Okay, this is worth me choosing again and committing and redeciding and recommitting to that decision that has already been made. And that is what it means when you hear me or any other influencer or coach or mentor say, you just have to decide. You don't have to be ready to decide. You're never exactly ready to decide because you don't know what's on the next, what's on the other side of that decision, except for what your vision is, except for what you're clearly vision and feel is in alignment for you. And so if you're deciding and making decisions on things that you believe are in alignment for you, like you believe that it is in alignment for you to be unavailable for anything less than profit and prosperity, where you believe that having a multi-million dollar business is 100% in alignment with what you are building and you decide that that is what you are going for or having a six-figure business, what, what however size you want to have it, that having a relationship is worth fighting for, that having... Your children, the way you want to have your children and raising them how you want to raise them. Like for us, like it was a decision to burn the bones, quite literally, and <laughs> stay in Australia. We had to be re- willing to say that there was no other option except for staying. In fact, when I had the conversation with Spike about staying in Australia, I said I was at 100%. I was at 100%. And I know that when I am at 100% decision that there's no going back. But Spike was at um, 90, 95, 99, he said. And I I told him, I said, we were on a beautiful walk um, from Pack Fair, I think it was, in Broad Beach. And I said, you know, if you are even 1% unsure and not 100% in on this decision, then we go home. Because this was a team effort. Like... We knew that we would be losing our babysitters. (laughs) We knew that it would just be us and that that would be enough. And we had to recommit to that decision to be in this together as a family and that this decision would be the best one for our family. And it's we still say to this day like uh, over a year and a month now later that it was one of the best decisions that we have ever made. Because we chose to go all in on that decision. And we like, yes, there are consequences. And yes, there have been heartbreaks of, you know, not being able to go back for my dad's funeral, um, not being able to have my mom come over to help birth this baby um, or be, it, be that support. Like we're having to find other resources, other friends, other people and build those relationships in order to have that support structure and doing it from scratch, in a country where we knew hardly anyone. (laughs) like We knew like maybe 10 people um, and none of which were on the Gold Coast. (laughs) So we knew that we were building this life from scratch. And yet we also knew that that was the decision that was us leaning into our vision of what we had already planned on for our family eight years ago when we first got together and first started having those conversations of what did we want our life to look like. It was a decision and it was a recommitment of that decision i mean i've had this past week i with with just a new new knowledge that my mom probably won't be able to get over here for colton's birth and to support me with declan and and navigating that that was a recommitment to this decision to me saying okay we still are on the right path like we still made the right decision like could we make the decision to fly home We probably could. There are flights going back to America. But we made the decision to stay. And it's not to say that it's not challenging at times. But we have what we're building is our vision. And that can be scary. But it takes courage to lean into that decision that you make. And so it's no longer a would like to or wouldn't it be nice if. It's a this is a fucking decision. And it's done. And so... Next, (laughs) Like, what do we have to do from here? This is the reality of what we are in. There's no other option. Now what? If you love this episode, if this episode was of massive value to you in helping you decide faster what it is that you want and deciding and understanding what it means to decide what it is that you want instead of vacillating in the wouldn't it be nice ifs and I don't know and you know I would love it if this could happen and what really actually moves the needle then let me know in Instagram, drop me a DM at Kimberly.Spencer or at Crown Yourself Now and let me and my queen team know how this served you and supported you. I always love seeing your screenshots of the episode, so please take a screenshot of this episode if it was super valuable for you and share it with your friends. Thank you so much for being such an amazing supporter of The Princess and the Bee and for being here choosing to decide to listen to content that uplifts and inspires and challenges you to rise into your reign as the glorious sovereign that you are. Remember, your reign is now. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.